Ed, I'm Ed Reimer of the Edwin Lee Reimer Show. I'm your host, and we're glad to be here with you on a Sunday night. Trust everybody's had a good weekend. Finally, a pretty day today. I was telling the wife at the house earlier, I carried some trash out last night, and it was, I'm going to tell you something, it was cold. It was doggone cold over there. And, uh, you know, I'm telling you, so I think it got supposed to, it was supposed to get up to like 75 today, and uh, hopefully it didn't. Hopefully we're out of this mess for a little while anyway. Now, I've got a bunch of you that are writing in because I sent you an invitation to join me, excuse me, and Dr. Heron here, uh, Dr. Anita Heron, who's running for County Commission in District 3, and she's here with us in studio. Doctor, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you, sir? I cannot complain. What's going on today? What have you been doing today? You been out in, in the weather, or what's going on? Just enjoying this beautiful day, and mm-hmm. especially um, the, when we have the nice, beautiful sun. I oh, just man. enjoy it, just being out. But like I said, I stepped out last night to take some trash out, and it was cold out there. Of course, I'm sure it was only in the 30s, but after we've cold. had 60s and 70s, that, that really, that, that's better. But now, you're originally from New York, so you're pretty tough at this, I would think. Yes, I think, <laughs> I think my skin has become native Tennessee, though. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about uh, Dr. Heron and then and her her. her past where she's been and how she got here and all that and uh like i said she's running for county commission in district three and uh we're really excited to have her here Jax is going to be in here and get us on the air here just a minute when we do our intro and uh you know um it's uh uh been a good day here in middle tennessee but for right now my name is evan lee raymer and yes i'm still a private investigator welcome aboard this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. Yes, and that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450 and 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight with your questions, comments, or ideas at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. You can also send us a text at that number, and our producer, Jackson, will be glad to read it over there for those of you who do not wish to be heard live. Now, you can also listen to us live via the Internet at WGNS Radio. Dot com. That's WGNSRadio.com. And then just play with it and scroll with it and go over to Listen Live. And you can pick us up. And also, you can see us. And Dr. Heron was glad to hear this on Facebook Live. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> I'm sorry, Doctor. At the Emily Raymer Show on WGNS. And we are on there right now. And we're glad to have all of you with us. Uh, and uh, you can download the WGNS app. And take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. Listen to uh, Dr. Angela Bingo. She's on here. She's been on going on about four years with uh, Simplicity and does just a great job. Great guest. Wonderful, wonderful person, too. She's just a, she's just a down-to-earth good person. And as I said, we have Dr. Anita Heron here, and she's running for District 3 and uh, County Commission. Dr. Heron? Uh, glad to have you here. You've been here with us from New York so for about 11 years now? 
Just about 11 and a half years, sir. I came to Murfreesboro. Why are you doing this? Why, why do you want to run for this? I think that the biggest important thing for me is that to see the mere fabric of Murfreesboro change. Right. To see the shifting of what's been the the vision and the norm here. Right. And if we're to expect, and we expect, and we do have 700 people that enter Rutherford County, where they don't look like the vision and the norms that have already been placed. Now, is this 700 set. a month now? 700 a month. That's, yeah, because I, I, the figures, they keep coming at me different. And I, we're trying to keep mm-hmm. up with that. But I'm afraid that figure's going up, you know. Well, at this point, I mean, you're talking, like, when you're thinking about 3,000 people a month entering into a place that doesn't fit the values and the norms that have been set. And so it's important for us to represent, to, because if we're going to have everybody have a seat at this table, right. then it should look like what's coming in and what's here exactly. and what's being represented. Right. Exactly. And so this is where my biggest passion has been is to come in and to this seat making sure that we all get a seat at the table. Sure. And I sympathize with that. I, I support it wholeheartedly. Um, now, tell us a little bit about your background. You're originally from state of New York. Yes, sir. Where were you born, raised at? And I, just take us down the road <clears throat> briefly where you've been and how you got here. I'm in upstate New York, Rochester, New York, born and raised. Ah, Rochester, okay. And uh, so, yeah, go Yankees, right? <laughs> so, I, you, we've uh, got some Yankee fans I down know, here. Make we no have some Yankee that. fans. Larry Cawthorn, if he's listening, he is a Yankee <laughs> so, fan. Much to my Yankees, chagrin, but, he's, but a, he's a University of Kentucky fan, too. So I, I give him a break there. And then most of what I have done, uh, of course, everyone is maybe be aware if they've been on my website, my education background, and the things that I've right. done. Right. And so, but I've worked at each and every governmental level that is possible through my work as a chaplain, as an educator, as a um, veteran, and a, now as a clinician, and now as a faith-based liaison for the Metropolitan Nashville Police Department. Right. So I came here after retiring after 22 years with the Army and came here to teach JROTC at Antioch High School. So I spent five years doing that, and then I went on and went into seminary. So God has shifted me with my primary background being in social work, and that's what I did in the military. And then, of course, my doctoral work was with working with juvenile justice, juvenile reform, downward mobility, feminization of poverty, and working in those issues doing as a legislative intern. So really have just shifted and everything. I'm able to have. So you've worked with Republicans, Democrats, independents. That's part of that's the nature of the beast. You work with everybody. That's the nature of the beast. Right. And so I do believe in bridging those gaps. Right. And that it's not about Republican or Democrat. It's about the humanity of people. Right. And making sure that everyone gets served and the services are provided. Right. And your degree, your doctorate is in education. It's in education. And and is it in social work as well? Or do you have. No, it's not. It's a master's in social work. And then I have a master's in theology. Master's in theology. And then pastoral counseling. And then I have. I went to and became a peer. I mean, a a, uh, Rule 31 mediator. Right. Yeah, mediator. Right. I'm listening Mm -hmm. university. Right. At Lipscomb? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you're qualified for the job. I'd, I'd say, in my humble opinion. Well, thank you. I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. Okay. Um, 
your area, tell us again where this is, because what we were talking before we went on, folks, this is a pretty good size area. It's a big size here. area. And so I'm actually uh, Murfreesboro and then north going back from uh, Degenerate, going back to Suffer Springs, Laverne Couch, all the way to old Nashville Highway that backs up into Smyrna. Wow. So it's a pretty large area. Yeah. Do you have, any, have you have a do you have a number on the residents in there? Do you know? Because I do not, and I should know, but I I don't. I, I don't know. I think it is somewhere in between that ten and fifteen. That would right thousand yeah, range. Yeah. Because it's changing so fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you go past. We live out South Church, wife and I do, and uh, well, our, our two children do too, our son and daughter, and they've got their places out there and. If you go down Veterans Parkway, beginning to be a big buildup out there. If you miss a month and go by, they've done put something else up. Right. You know, hey, where did that come from? And I'm talking about a complex or a right. 200 houses. You know, you used to build 15 or 20. Now it's mm-hmm. like 200, 300. You either go big or you don't go at all. Right. You know, and the community is still growing. And we're supposed to, and I, I don't know if you're, you're aware of this or not, but uh, by 2035, we're supposed to have double the people we've already got here. So we're going to jump from three, uh, roughly 314, 15,000 people right now to more than 600,000. And so if we're looking at 2030, um, even in doing, doing the next 10 years, 2030, and right. at 700 people, we're looking at over a quarter of a million people Easy that enough. will be here. Right. Easily. And, and it may surpass that. Right. And it may right. surpass. Yeah. And it probably will surpass. And, I think it will. And the thing about it is we have yet to be set up for that amount of people. Right. And even though right. these infrastructures have been in place, but they haven't been in place to deal with those issues and the impact that has came from it. So we have went from when I've moved here 11 years ago, this was probably more of a rural small beautiful of a city right? but yeah. yet it still had that southern feel and that now it's totally urban urbanized but and now so, you chose to be here in murfreesboro you chose, chose to be here in rutherford, be county here in rutherford county because you could have been to nashville but you didn't want that you did a big city that. in rochester new york you wanted to sort of downplay Absolutely. it a little bit right and that's what i wanted and so now i feel like that i'm really back and not so much, right. but I yeah. travel to Nashville every day, and I travel back to ne- Murfreesboro, oh, and I have the heart. same traffic whether I right. leave there. So if I leave any time after 3.30, 4 o'clock, it takes me almost two hours. And that's coming because once I arrive here, I'm in traffic as well. True. So these yeah. infrastructures that have been in place and the things that the current commission has, uh, the proposal has been set hasn't dealt with these issues the urban sprawling the suburbans what they call now suburban sprawl it hasn't dealt with that because it's still we are still so impacted and those issues and so when i'm thinking about we're busting out of the seams but we're busting out of the seams in every arena it hasn't changed right and so now we're looking at a new uh recreational complex which is going to serve what purpose? More people still coming into Murphy. You're talking about the one on 8, 840, mm-hmm. the huge sports complex. Right. Right. Which is going to be just, must right. be something And I else. know it's, it's going to bring in revenue, but it doesn't fit and it doesn't prepare the people for what we have to have service sure. right now. Right. And that is where I think when we have looked past, if we look back and ask ourselves this question, in the past 10 years, how has Murfreesboro and Rutherford County grown in systems, in business, 
in institutions and in schools, new and old communities, right, right. and in residents. And I think that we have failed to even address that. We have failed to address it because what we failed to address is the impact that urbanization has came in. I can't find a mom and pop stores. It's sort of like I know. It's sort no. of like Murfreesboro has been placed, and Rutherford County has been placed like a, in a fishbowl. And so no matter which way I turn that fishbowl up or down, it still only has a border to go here. And so if I have to think about it, I'm only going to be centered right here where all the businesses right. and where all the retail and where all the uh, finances and all of that is. But if I go beyond the border, what do I find? And I don't find the, the, right. the, the manicure. I don't find the businesses. And I find more so that things have really got a little disordered. So my petition is that, and my potential my thing is that I want to think about if we focus on urban resilience and in urban economics and what would that look like for Murfreesboro because we have moved shifted in a way that truly has allowed us to not even deal with those hot topic issues and the things that are affecting Murfreesboro right now so other than that, I right? Mean, yeah, that's enough. Well, that that's enough for us to talk for three hours on. <laughs> absolutely. And the one thing I'm encouraged about is you have been in Metro Nashville. You see the problems they face, and we're starting to face some of those same problems. Absolutely. So, absolutely, you've had the experience of dealing with that, right? I mean, and growth is it, it's a blessing and a curse. I mean, right? It it it's wonderful. We've got all this. Jax, we're going to go to our first series of breaks when, when you can come in here. <coughs> oh, there he is. And But we're going to talk more about this. I am so glad you came up here. We'll have you back, back way on down the line. And I have a feeling I'll be seeing folks a different candidate when I see her next time because I think she's a bit apprehensive about me, about all doing this and everything. This is her first radio interview ever. So, uh Please let's make her let's let's put her at ease because it's not easy to set up here and ask answer questions about your personal life and what you want to do and all that. So uh, we're going to go to our first series of breaks. Jackson's on the board. Doctor Anita Heron is here with us, and she's running for uh, district uh, commission, uh, county commission, district three, and uh, we're going to have more with her when we get back. Stay with us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com familylegal.com that's hello everyone it's ed with private investigations in middle tennessee you know if you just need someone checked out on a background check tag them a run or if you need someone full-fledged follow give us a call you can reach me at 615-390-7219 that's 615-390-7219 or check out our website at pi of mt Com. That's PIofMT.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615 785 
or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. And we are back. Thank you, Jackson. Appreciate you. And uh, Dr. Heron is here with Dr. Anita Heron who is running for uh, county commission in District 3 here in Rutherford County. Uh, you say your parents were originally from Alabama. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah, the Talladega, Alabama. Your dad was in the military, though. Yes, and was Vietnam there and veteran. Was Vietnam and, veteran? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. And he so, wanted you know, his kids raised in the north. So that's how I really? ended up being born <laughs> in New York. Okay. Sound like he had a vision for the future yeah, of you himself. Absolutely. I mean, him and your mother did, okay? But now your mother's back in Alabama now. She's back in Alabama, okay. yes. All right. You can live anywhere you want, but you elected to be here with us. Yes. And Congratulations. I think once, again, once again, it like shows me. I've often, when I retired from the military, and I often like said, because we're so used to you know changing places every two years. And when I sure. got to two years, I thought like, okay, yeah. like really, why Tennessee, Laura? Why am I here in Tennessee? Right. But there's a purpose. There's still a quality of life in Tennessee that I would never get out of New York. Right. And it's still a quality of people that are just amazing people. And Tennessee right. definitely mm-hmm. offers some of the things that I have never even experienced in New York, as much as we are the big melting pot, but then there's still that that piece well, of southernness. And but we southern- are developing that, that uh, diversity right. ev- literally now every day because we have people who are from all walks of life. I've, I've used this, this mm-hmm. comparison, this analogy before. I saw a school bus unloading one day mm-hmm. at one apartment complex. I never seen so many kids get off the bus. I know the dri- the driver dropped at least a third of the kids on mm-hmm. that bus at this point, maybe half of them. And you've got black and white and Asian and Hispanic. I mean, you've got them, the whole thing. I said, man, this is just one bus in this county. And goodness knows we've got plenty. Right. Through the city of Murfreesboro and there's even more. And I said, this is just one bus at one apartment complex. And I'm sure there's other buses that come here too. Man. This is this thing just has really bus. changed. Yeah, that's but, just one bus, you know. Right. <laughs> it was about again, three. most of the ch- most of the uh, high school students drive. Right. So, I know. Like, and this place was full of kids. I never seen so many kids in my office. Said, mm-hmm. Man, this thing has gone past me. I, I and and we keep up with it up here. I, I right. keep up to you know more so than the average person, I guess would. I don't know, uh, but I had no idea. It had just it's just grown. 
So it's just in continuing to grow. Now, you said something that is statistic that uh, we surpassed Nashville in on crime. Yes, just we for nonviolent crime. Just for nonviolent crime. For this month. Tell me about that, if you would, please. Um, one of the things is that uh, I'm, I'm actually really always uh, concerned about how what what's not being done in Murfreesboro has increased the risk of crime and disease and poverty. And so, of course, crime is the big thing, and the margin has, is sure. rising. Right. So we... We are consumed with about 70 miles within Rutherford County, within itself. Nashville is 600 square miles. Right. This month alone, there have been 80 break-in, car break-ins in Murfreesboro alone. Right. And out of those 80, 12 of them, we had guns that were involved. Guns, the biggest thing I've ever seen. And so that surpassed Nashville. That wasn't our biggest. Nashville. That wasn't bad. Nashville's biggest thing was the non uh, was the nonviolent crimes, and but yet we still have had between I think it's four to six of crime violent crimes that has been here. So even if you look at it per capita, it looks a little different. It looks sure. that we sort sure. of like are like have caught up to Nashville because it, it does the biggest square mileage. We have a little less time. But even if we take <coughs> Murfreesboro, because this is in Murfreesboro, this is not in Smyrna or Laverne, right. and it's in Murfreesboro, so that's even a smaller. Right. So per right. capita, we have like surpassed, in a sense. So that sort of worries me a little bit because if the guns are getting out in the wrong hands, then the violence is gonna continue. So if we're not right. dealing with these hot topic issues and looking at all of the other fluff or the things that should not be addressed right now, then we're gonna see that increase in crime. That margin of risk is continuing to grow and it, it will continue to grow. So that's about my biggest concern. Let me ask you, uh, and this may sound, uh, we didn't get you know, folks, I wanna tell you, I do not give a guest a, a preset thing of questions when they come up here. Never have. I don't intend to ever start doing that. But I don't want to have one of those I'll got you moments either. I don't do that. But professionally, aside from this position here, would you consider moving here to Murfreesboro? For, I'm talking about job-wise. And the, and I mean, I didn't know if that had come up or not. That's no, all I'm asking. You know. Um, I mean, if you're happy where you are, I mean, it's, you know, that's, that's fine. And I'm not certainly... Um, I used to I, I used to teach over at MTSU when I first came right. here. Okay. And so that was I, and I, at one point I was pursuing doing that full time. But um, one of the things that probably has limited me is uh, there's not enough competitiveness with wages and benefits right. and then the diversity okay. issue. Yeah. And I always felt as if to apply for positions here was always quote unquote like part of the good blower or you there was the uh, okay that, you, yeah the good old boy. and right. that yeah. you know nepotism that is part of the mere fabric of the south that's exactly and right. so it was easier for me to go into nashville and being accepted more so in nashville right. and sitting around a table that was intentional about making sure the diversity was there. sure so right. would i still want to work this is one of the reasons why i believe that I'm going to be placed in this position is to make sure that those things, because we are not as competitive when it comes to livable wages and right. benefits. And so, I mean, I'm only thinking so much about our first responders and our um, law enforcement, because they should be able to live 
and not have second jobs to, exactly. to live here. And we've talked about that and, here. Um, right. But yet, at the same time, if you're not going to give them the wage, can you at least give them great benefits? And you're thinking about taking some of the benefits off the table. So that doesn't leave us so competitive when we're looking at the 20 to 30 2030 when we're looking at all of these people coming in here what's going to keep them because you want to be able to be the best place to live work and play but yet only i can't work here i can only play and live here so i right. do be i'm intentional about even in my i make sure that all resources come back here so i buy my gas here in rutherford county sure. i do all of those things but if we can't attract great talent if we can't attract competitiveness and wages then we're missing the mark of these people coming here because then we're going to have a roughest road that looks like what it's not that, it's not yeah. like what we envision and not the, the visions and values that they're setting forth well and of course that's what's come up now with this 15 percent uh pay raise increase mm-hmm. that's come up and that was put forth uh to be, to be honest with you, my, my understanding was put forth by our Rutherford County property assessor, Rob Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't going to cost tax. It's not going to cost taxpayers an extra penny at all. They've got the money. And goodness knows, I don't want to even get started on our teachers. Right. I mean, they've lost their collective bargaining. They've lost everything. Something's going to have to be done. Now, 15, and here's the sad news. 15% is not really that much. No. But uh, Rob was telling me of a, an individual who I know, and this person, has been an employee of the government, Rutherford County government, 20, 25 years, something like that, and was looking at having to go get a second job to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. I said, you have got to be kidding me. Really? Absolutely. You know, I that, and I, I agree 100% with what you're saying, you know. Right. And not just in benefits either. I mean, they need the benefits too. Absolutely. But, you know, with this growth, it's like I've said before, you know, the days of me taking, you know, me and my brothers taking a tractor out here in the middle of a 50-acre field and saying, boys, cut a ridge down through there, dig a ditch over here. We're going to put some houses in there. Pour some gravel out. We're going to start us a subdivision. Those days are over. Right. And you have to have people that come in. You've got drainage to deal with. You've got locations to deal with. You have the square footage issues to deal with. And you have to have people that are trained in this, and you have to pay them. They're not coming here for seven thirty-five an hour. Absolutely, it's not going to happen. Right. And we have a lot of people that I, I don't think anybody ought to make that much money just to do that. Well, you know, if you want growth, this is what you've got. Absolutely. And you're going to have to deal with it through money. Absolutely. Because called. in order to have the quality of life that most people are wanting here in Murfreesboro or in Rutherford County, you must make at least sixty thousand dollars. And that's mm. in having a basic quality of life here. Right. So to have anything less than that, it doesn't make sense. Especially well, particularly for our law enforcement and first responders, because their primary role should just be what they're dealing with. Sure. And not right. saying, I have yeah. to take a secondary job. And most right. of their secondary jobs is living in apartment complexes. Right. And as, and, yeah. But yet, that means they don't get the time off to rest and self-care and sure. all of those other kind of things. Right. And or they're being snatched by Davidson County. <laughs> well, and that's what happens when we become a training ground. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's all we become. Uh, you know, uh, the, the fire department deals with it all the time. You know, right. uh, my brother, who's a lieutenant fireman at uh, Franklin, Tennessee, uh, they dealt with it too, to a point. I don't think, I, mean, I may be talking out of school here, I don't think it's as bad as it was, 
But still, they take off and go somewhere. They get trained, get one or two years in, do their probationary time, they're gone. Right. You know. Why? Money. It was Absolutely. just that simple. They're now trained. Do you know how long it takes to train a person to do a particular job? Absolutely. It's a special job, like in your field especially. You I know, I go. can't go in tomorrow morning and do your job. I have no idea what it entails, you know. And it's not, you know, and you can't write a a booklet that says, okay, Ed, day one, do this. You know, that that's right. not going. Absolutely. You're thinking what y'all are doing is hands-on. When you're dealing with people, it's hands-on, literally. Absolutely. And um, I saw also a statistic, I believe, and I'll stand corrected on this, the median price of a home in Williamson County. Next county over, one million dollars. Mm-hmm. But the medium <laughs> home here yeah. is about five twenty-five. Is it five? Is five twenty-five? About five twenty-five. So that's not so much of a difference. We're the third most affluent county. Right. So between uh, Wilson and Williamson, we're sandwiched in. But imagine, still, if we're not making at least sixty thousand dollars. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. How do you afford these homes that's constantly being built and they're being built for what purpose? Well, that's about $1,200 a week, I guess, mm-hmm. something like that. And now, if these people have children, you got daycare. And goodness knows that has gone just incredibly. It, it, it goes up every every week. Absolutely. You know, and those people have to be paid. And, you know, if you've got two, maybe three children, mom or dad, one, one of y'all need to be staying home with kids. Absolutely. But yet you, you just can't well. afford to stay home with the kids. I know. I so know. So now here's where grandparents are coming in. Grandparents, I've, a couple of people in my subdivision, yeah. they have their grandparents, their parents living in. And they've built, like, extra rooms so that they can help out with the expense of living right. here in Murfreesboro. And it just saddens me that that's like that well and i've got a lot of people that may be Mm self-employed and their children go to the business after after school absolutely and i've said this before too there are places here in rutherford county that do not have wi-fi you know they don't have internet connections i was going to um i traveled a couple years ago probably about four years ago now and we were trying to put together a chain of radio stations to do some debates mm-hmm. and hopefully we could link together 14 15 stations on one night and so i had to go see these people and i did and a lot of these, these are smaller country towns of course everything's smaller than us okay and i was headed to the station and everyone i'd go through there'd be a mcdonald's it was like two three o'clock two thirty three o'clock three thirty afternoon packed they weren't in there eating necessarily they were in there to do their homework Right. Because they didn't have Wi-Fi at home, they can't right. do everything is on. Everything is on. You know, com- it's computer now. Absolutely. A lot of not everything, but a lot of the stuff they do is on computer, and they're in a, at a fast food restaurant, a Hardee's or a Wendy's or you know, or a McDonald's, uh, right. whatever, and you know they're packed, and, and still can't get into. The, there's a library, and in a lot of times, a lot of cases that parents can't afford the before and after care, so right. this is where they can go. Right, and they can exactly. be some level of security and safety for them. As well. Exactly, and you have to you have to factor that in as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, right. Your educational background. Tell us where all you went to school. Oh, okay. So I started my career, my academic career, and of course in Rochester, New York, and I went to. Um, I'm a social worker by formal training, so Nazareth College, but my master's came out of Syracuse University. 
uh, in social work. And um, then from there, I went to Nova Southeastern University for my doctorate in education. Right. Um, and then from there, I went to um, Lipson, I mean, Liberty University for my master's okay. in um, theology and then Lipscomb University. So you have there. two master's degrees? I have two master's degrees. Okay. All right. And that was out of Liberty University? Liberty University. Okay. And so your give us your your job that you currently do is well, I mean you went from chaplain to right I went from the uh, the first uh, civilian and then female chaplain for the Nashville Police <laughs> Department which is yeah. a little different a little different twist because right. uh, you learn to value the blue in a different sure. way because oh, yeah. I think that it's yeah. always assumed that the blue is just like the soldier and they're totally different and right, so you, right. you you see that and then so I was a chaplain they hired me as a chaplain and I did half chaplaincy and half clinical work and so I did a lot of grief uh, therapy as well as just um, self-care and comfort care and resilient work with our police officers and then I went from there and I got appointed just in November of last year as the faith-based liaison. So I'm responsible for the bridging of churches and faith and community-based organizations, which actually <coughs> helps me here is because it allows me to just put all of these pieces together. And sure. it also allows me to, I've branched out. So I've branched out into Williamson County, into Murfreesboro, and I've already had connections that were here. So everything that I do in Murfreesboro, I always do the invitation to Williamson and into Murfreesboro as well. Right. So the, I think the mere nature of who I am is that I truly am in love with people and then cultures and all of that, but I'm a bridge maker and a change agent, and that's the one thing that I love. So I love to see the dynamics of people getting together, and that's probably the backbone of what my campaign is, is that everyone has deserves to have a seat at the table, and that's sure. where I'm staying at. Right, okay. Now, your campaign itself. Do you have a campaign? This is your first time. You've never run for public office. I never ran for public office. Uh, this is your first time out. Uh, how's it going? What have you got? Do you have campaign? Do you have a treasurer and all that? I, I, I don't all know. Of that, everything. Because I do not know how that works. I really don't. Oh, okay. Well, no, I have everything in place, and I thank God for the people that have been in place. So my treasurer is in place, my uh, Facebook and all of my social media is in place, so my webmaster is in place and doing all of that. All of my marketing materials are ordered and ready to go. I've been doing some canvassing mainly in Smyrna because that's that right. small piece that I have to attack. And then, and as well as making much more phone contact and form relationships and being going out to certain events and making sure, because of right. course I want to make sure that, and I'm not, and an interesting thing of it is my, I'm not even doing my district, I'm doing other districts, and I'm within Murfreesboro, because I really want to get the heart of Murfreesboro, and the heart of Rutherford County, and so the person is, that's doing my web, she's also doing a lot of research, so I get a chance to know what Smyrna really is doing, what Smyrna is really about, because that's a piece that I am responsible for as well. So when businesses are opening, I want to go and support them. I want to make sure that I am visible front with them as well. So sure. I've okay. just been around because I don't see this position as one particular district. I see it as a whole. And so I can't say that I am responsible for District 3, but I'm also responsible for 
Rutherford County. Sure. And so I want to sure. make sure that I touch bases in all of those arenas before the real hunt comes on. Yeah, is this what the whole county wants? Or is right. this what would benefit the entire county, right. not just your district? Right, not, not right. just my district. Right. Good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Now, what about the country ham breakfast? Because I know you're no stranger to those. <laughs> <laughs> You're living in the South now. You've been here. You've been here more than a decade. So. Well, I think I, I, I think I always get shunned from from breakfasts and, and invitations because I'm vegan, and so oh, oh, yeah, no. yeah. So when you have the meat on the table, it's not. You know, I'm always like, okay. So, okay. Um, but but yeah, have just learned that it's okay. I mean, we all sit at the table, and that's who we are. So right, okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> You're vegan. I am vegan. I am vegan. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, I haven't been long, but, yep. So. All right. Jax, you got something for us? Oh, you had your microphone. I thought you might have had something for us. Okay. Um, vegan. Oh, in the <laughs> I know. It's very difficult. I went from pescatarian to vegan. How about biscuits so. and gravy? You can handle that, can't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're good. We're good, mister. Mr. Ed, what are you? <laughs> what is your typical diet? You have a lot of like, a lot of vegetables. A lot more fruits and vegetables. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I do eat the grains, but um, sure, sure. And and you know, and I think that sometimes people think it's a little strange, but it really isn't. It's just not. You know, it's just a diet. You it's get just used a to diet. It. I've just right. gotten used to it, and you know, you, I can eat a lot more nuts and almonds and right. all of the other stuff, and so. I've shifted in our office. In my office, I've shifted. And so I'll bring in healthy things that they don't think they would like. And they're like, oh, so I'll Pretty do good. that. And so yeah. we'll do a lot of the things. But when even when they we decide to do maybe lunch meetings, and they always say, can you eat here? And I can really eat anywhere. I mean, like, I can always get a salad. I can always get fruit. And I'm sure, okay with pick, that. Pick so. and juice. Sure. And, yeah. and that's the thing. You know, my wife got to the point. We raised grape tomatoes. I hope to do that again this year because the last two years have been a little mis you know, discombobulated with all the COVID and all that. Right. But we raised a plant. Good friend of ours taught me how to do this. And uh, it was Marion Rogers. He's no longer with us. He passed away from a, a rare form of uh, rare thing that happened to him. I can't recall it right now. But he told me how to, taught me how to raise a tomato plant. And I did what he said. And it worked. That plant was, it was taller than me and produced just grape tomatoes literally by the hundreds yeah every day and you know we did we're supposed to and we didn't use anything he said use your little miracle grow but it doesn't take much just a little just give it a boost when you start out really after that you know water every other day you'll be fine you know and we did and keep the ground around it tilled up and my wife got to taking them to work and she's an accountant down in ingram book she'd set a bowl of those on her desk and by 10 or 11 o'clock they'd be gone People were eating them like M and M's, right? You know, yeah. Right. So it's all in what you get accustomed to. Absolutely. And yeah, she'd take them down there. I mean, man, they're they're gone just like that, right? You know. So I see where you're coming from. Absolutely. And the whole truth about you know, <laughs> in our family, you know, you see me or my brother one coming around the corner. Anybody want some more red meat? <laughs> right. Oh, I'm in a family like that. And I'm I mean, sure your family. Don't skip the meat. I mean. Like, really? Like, okay. So, yeah. no, it doesn't. Like, even, like, my family loves, or my office, they love chocolate. So, I said, okay, I love chocolate, too, but I love chocolate cocoa beans, right? So, I said, I have chocolate. And then they, like, I know, we don't want that. Because they know it's not sweet. They know it's real. I mean, so, I, I don't know. I just think that, you know, it's just like 
our lives is that we're accepted to all of it. And, you know, every event that I go to, it's always something for me to eat. So I... I'm really worried. I'm, I'm really, I don't know. I'm really worried about you. I don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat the tomatoes when they come, Mr. Ed. I'll okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll bring you some. If you remind me, if you remind <laughs> Absolutely. me. But everybody starts reminding me, you know. Uh, we have a number of y'all, um, somewhat a dozen candidates that are running as Democrats in the, 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 uh, the county this year. And I must tell you, that is a welcome sight. And you're welcome here anytime. So please do not hesitate to pick up the phone call. When's your next campaign event? Or do you do any campaign events or do you just mainly just want to go knock doors? I mainly want to go knock doors. Okay. And I am going to do a campaign event around um, two things I think I'm going to do. And I'm going to address it with um, around voter registration for the high school kids. And so first-time voters, right. and I want to, um, I'm going to be teaming up with one of the local barbers and asking, like, the first um, 10 students, like, uh, free haircuts, if you have, right. one, registered to vote and register five other people to vote. Oh, because we want wow. to make sure okay. that we're getting them to vote and getting them ready and prepared for voting. Can't they register in high school now? Yeah, well, yes, they can register still at high school, and so they have to prove verification. Right, and people, sure, mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. They can register at high school, and they can register online, or they can go in, and then they can register, and they have their sure. little, right. yeah. little scanner. So they well, can. our, our uh, administrative relations here is Mr. Alan Farley, and he does a fantastic yes, I job. I met him on you Saturday. Him? He's a very knowledgeable uh, he does. He takes elections very, very seriously. Let me let me assure you, he's not fooling around. Right. He's a great guy, and he's one. He's a lot of fun to be around, and we can joke and cut up. But when it comes to his job, friend, he don't joke about that. I right. mean, he's very serious about that, and uh, uh, I found that out. So, <laughs> right. but he is, and I thank goodness that he is because he's just a fine man. He's he's taking on, and a good friend of ours who turned me on to to you called me yesterday. As a matter of fact, Hooper Peniel. Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, said she's trying to get a hold of you, and she's. I just want to make sure you all talk. I said, we've done communicated. We're fine. Okay. <laughs> so he's got you back. Make no mistake right. about that. And uh, like I said, it is April 10th. We'll have you back hopefully a week or two before the election. And I know I'll see a different candidate then that I'm looking at right now. You'll have a little more seasoning. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're vegan. You won't gain any weight. You'll probably lose weight. <laughs> July and August, hot months. Okay. Uh, right. so, <laughs> but we're just glad you, you came up. We're going to go to our uh, last section of breaks here. And uh, when Jax gets in here. Uh, oh, here he is. Right, he was right here with us. Sorry, Jackson. I can't keep up with you tonight. You're all over the place. And uh, Dr. Anita Heron is with us. Her doctorate is in education. She has two master's degrees. I think she's qualified for the job, folks. Jackson's on the board. My name is Ed Raymer of the Evan Lee Raymer Show. We're going to take our last series of breaks. We'll be right back with you right after this. Stay with us. 
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com familylegal.com that's hello everyone it's ed with private investigations in middle tennessee you know if you just need someone checked out on a background check tag them a run or if you need someone full of fledged follow give us a call you can reach me at 615-390-7219 that's 615-390-7219 or check out our website at pi of mt Dot com. That's PIofMT.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, folks, we're here, and uh, Dr. Heron, Dr. Anita Heron's here with us. She's running for uh, uh, county commission in District 3. You know, we were just talking about campaigning, and once you start doing it, it's not that hard. Most people want to meet their Absolutely. candidate. They want, you know, who, who is this lady? Let's see what's going on here, you know. Absolutely. And President Kennedy said it best. I think it, and I do believe it was him. Said if a person ever shakes your hand, well, he said if a man ever shakes your hand, I'll say if a person ever shakes your hand, you got their vote. So the more hands you shake, goodness knows he shook, he shook, literally millions of them, I guess. Uh, but you know the proof was in the pudding, and he, he barely beat President Nixon by by just a sliver. Absolutely, shaking those hands did the trick. Those I coal know, miners, and- those coal miners in West Virginia did the trick for him too. Right. And I know it's, you know, I'm putting my teams together. And the hard part for me is not being able to go to every house and every place that I I want to go. And so, 
you know, that's probably the hardest thing. But I always, one of the things that I've, I've taken is that on my door hangers, just in case they're not there, I left a little spot there so I can write on it and it says, hey, sorry, I missed you. Please right. give me a call and then sign my name. Because I think that's always a personal touch that let them know that I was here. Exactly. So even with yeah. my team of people, I have them to have the same thing just in case they don't get it. Sure. And then to let them know that they can always contact me still. Right. So I, I just think it's so important. I love direct contact, and so all of the I, I live stuff, for it. Yeah I, yeah, I mean it's so it's so rare. Where everybody, you know, we've we've said this, and folks, if you're listening, if you're a candidate, regardless of which which side of the aisle you're on, just because you went on Facebook and made an announcement, and you know, and put out a few yard signs, that that's not campaigning. Right. Campaigning means your life has changed for right now. Absolutely. Your free time. You don't have any free time. None. Your free time is done. You didn't have much to start with anyway, I would imagine. Absolutely. I'm sure if you're like most people, most women, you come home with a with a, with a handful of work every once in a while too. Yes. You know. And when you're campaigning, that's a job in itself, you know. And uh I'm telling you, these people and it's not that bad. I love it. People have asked why I didn't run for office. So God you kidding? Right. <laughs> I, I get the privilege of talking to all y'all. You yeah, know, I've, I, I've talked, I've spoken with like seasoned, um, can or seasoned uh, and career politicians, and they said, "Well, this is not a part-time position. This is a full-time position." Right. Yeah. And so just to let you know, just to make sure you know that you're aware of that. That's exactly and right. Even yeah. this part of campaigning has been. It has been a lot. And so I just, I, I was just amazed that I was able to take a hot bath yesterday and look at a movie. Like, and I realized that's the only day that I'll probably have. That's about it. And, and it will so get more advantage. hectic as it goes. We yeah. have a caller on the line. Caller, please go ahead. Yes, Ed, this is Hooper Peniel out here in District 2. The Honorable Mayor, the Honorable Mayor of Las Casas. Really? Rather than three. <laughs> How are you doing? That, that, that's, that's a different story. I'm doing fine. I uh, just wanted to say a shout out to your, your guest tonight, Dr. Heron. This is very, very complimentary to the Democrats that she's uh, availing herself to, to run to offer her, her qualifications to help Rutherford County be a better place to live and it's just outstanding and we do appreciate that i do too hooper that's a very good point i i, I appreciate that because man she has got uh, she's got the degrees and the, and the and the education she's got that taken care of thank she you has, so much and I, I would i would just encourage everybody that can vote for her in district three to vote for her in in the may primary she's going to be elected to run in the next election in the general election, and that's where it's going to count. That's, people really need to sh show up to, to vote for her in District 3. And just, re just, just remember, Dr. Heron, <laughs> right. she's the one that we're caring about, Dr. Heron. That's and, right. and the thing is, Hubert, you know, the primaries are important. Even though she's running unopposed, it can give her a number it to sure. look at, you know. It can. It can give her an idea, and, and uh, that, that's important. Important that uh, folks vote for her in the primary, and and uh, we'll, we'll we'll just hope and pray that uh, the general election will turn out in her favor, and the folks just need to vote for her. She's she's very qualified, Dr. Karen. 
I know you're listening, and and uh, we appreciate what you're doing, and uh, appreciate you stepping out and and uh, and coming forward and offering your qualifications and and what what you do for for our county. I well, thank you so much, sir. It's very okay. kind. Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell you, Hooper, like we were just talking. You know, when you agree to do this, and I've never put my name on a ballot, but. And but me and you have participated in a lot of elections. I know you've participated in more than you can probably even remember, uh, and well, even I, even overseas I, I've too. Other, I've been on the other end of right. the election. I've been there when you count the votes. Right. So, so yes. Yeah. And uh, it's the, when when these candidates announce that they want to run, they work hard. Their exactly. their life changes at that point. Free time. It does. Don't, you don't have it, any free it time. Does. This is when they qualify and they come in and right. they sign the papers and they get all that done. That's just the start of it. It's a constant battle, one day to the next. It's not a battle. It, it, I mean, she, everybody is, is doing it because they want to do it, not because right. they have to do it. But exactly it, it's right. Just they have that desire to help, and and that's that's what's important. Hooper, I thank you so much, okay. and thank you right. for putting me okay. in touch with this thank wonderful lady. And I think we're going to have her back later uh, after the That's primary. Great. And I think I'm we'll sure. see a totally different candidate. You've seen this before I'm for years. sure we will. Okay. Right. Thank, thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Ed. Okay. Take care. See you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hooper Peniel, honorary mayor of Las Casas. <laughs> He's the man. He's the man that does it. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, had you ever known? Had you known Hooper Long? Did you? No, I just actually met him uh, a month ago. And what about Kathy and, Watts? Um, right when I became yeah in the campaign, yeah. so two months. Boy, she's messed up, isn't she? Really? Yeah. <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> she is. She really is. She, she works, works hard. Very hard. She works hard. Now, have you met Carolyn Cox? Carolyn's I've gonna. I met. Yes. Yeah. And she's and running for a city council. City council. She's going to run that, and. Uh, I, I I think uh, it's great. We've had Hope Oliver on. I'm extending invitations to all the Democrats to to come and be with us, and uh, you know because I feel pretty good about this thing. I really do. We find we have got a good group of candidates. You know, right. you and Hope are two. I'm gonna tell you, y'all are there. You can do this thing. You know, yeah. and, uh, and I'm ready. Oh yeah, I'm I think you are. Forward. I mean, with your experience and everything you've had, I mean. You know, you're not wet behind the ears. You know what this is. You can take you can take a you can take a punch. Right. You know. Absolutely. And that's going to come, you know. But uh you're right. The area is, is getting very diverse and we need more diversity in our elected leaders. You know. Absolutely. And uh hang on just a minute. I think we have another caller. Hold on just a minute. You got a caller for us. Okay. We have another caller on the line. Caller, hello. Well, hello there, Mr. Ed. You know, you had I had to call in because you said I was messed up. Well, <laughs> and you see, I did not agree with him. I know. I appreciate that, Anita. <laughs> so, what is your complaint? <laughs> My complaint is that that well that you're messed up too. Um, but I'll tell you, who's, I'll tell you who's not messed up is is Dr. Anita Heron. No, she, she is, is not. No, she is so bright and just a breath of fresh air oops that's hope's line but anyway um, a new beginning together <laughs> yes honestly i doubt that we have anyone on the current county commission that has two 
master's degrees. I'd kind of agree with that. Yes, ma'am. Do we have any? Do we have anyone with doctor in front of their name? I kind of doubt that. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Um, these. She, she is the cream of the crop. There's no doubt about it. She has it, got so. a lot of great ideas, and uh, I'm just so excited for her uh, candidacy, and I can't wait to to see her sworn in. I mean, absolutely. This is this is uh, just such an exciting group of candidates we've got this year, and Anita is uh, cream of the crop. But you I'm know, telling I you, can't say that because the other ones will be calling me and saying, "What, that's so, what okay. about me?" I'm that's, so proud of all. I know. Of them. I'm They're proud all of all. Kathy, you've done a remarkable job. You and, and and the team you've got, Matt's down there. I know Matt Ferry is working hard. Everybody's well, doing a great job. I give, I, I give most of the credit to Laura Bowling. Laura, okay, yeah, Laura. Yeah. Too. I didn't mean to leave Laura out, but yeah, Laura's the chair of the candidate recruitment <coughs> committee, right? And, and uh, but you know, Matt's running for office too now, right? And yep. this is not easy. I mean, no. uh, when you once you announce, you're as I said a while ago, your free time is pretty well. You don't have any free time. Yeah, and if because, you're the chair of the party, same thing. Right, and here, <laughs> right. that's right. And here's the thing: uh, it's uh, you know. You elected to get into this, and this is what this this is what you yeah. do. Now it won't be this way after the election, of course, but that's when the rubber meets the road. Oh, and uh, he will know. be very involved, I guarantee you. Anita is going yes. to uh, really represent uh, all of Rutherford County well because I, I liked what she said that she was. You know, she represents District Three, but she's really representing everyone in Rutherford County. I, she wants what's best for all of us. Could yes. not agree more. Kathy Watts, thank you so much. Thank you for okay. what you do. And we've got to get out of here. Bye, I know. Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> Dr. Heron, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for having Folks, me. Folks, have a great week. Jackson, thank you on the board. Until next week, this is Ed Raymer. I'll catch you down the road. Good night.